With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Round one was the most exceptional way to start a fresh season. What might round two hold in store? It begins on a Thursday night at Marvel Stadium under the closed roof as the Bulldogs look to set a few things right. Not a misstep. They were just the wrong side of the grand final rematch. The missteps happened off-field. So they've created their own tumultuous times. While the Blues, oh, that was uplifting. It was full of promise. But they have been hit with COVID, so it is disrupted as they come to this test. The Bulldogs and the Blues to start round two. You're on AFL Nation with Jared Waitley. Dwayne Russell is with me. Hello to you, Dwayne. Jared, great to be here for what should be a ripper round opener. Um, the Blues fans are out in force. It's nice to come to a ground and see the buzz. The buzz starting like K's away. So many K's away. I came across the Westgate. It was nice to see Bulldog flags flying out the window. Uh, it's a booming, massive area. I hope the Bulldogs in this little period where they've won a flag and they're contenders again this year and might win it again, but I hope they really can grow their membership base to that you know, 70,000 mark and become a, a big club. It's such a growing area out uh, Footscray beyond through, you know, where be Hoppers Crossing, the whole shebang all the way to Little River. So let's hope it works for the dogs. So I'm, a, I'm kind of on the doggy train, but footy's different when Carlton are flying too, isn't it? So I rode the lift with a couple of Blues fans who felt like Midday Madness customers. <laughs> they said to me, do you believe in the Blues? I said, well, why wouldn't you after that first taste? Well, I've been put back in my box because I got in the lift with a couple of people who, uh, you know, they, I got in the lift and they were chatting away. They saw me. They had no idea who I was. And they said, uh, one of the guys said to his daughter, when was the last time you were here with us? She said, oh, we saw Andy Marr. We, remember we saw Andy Marr? How good was that, Dad? So oh, I've been put back in my box. So they, their big night was seeing Andy Marr. So I'm, I'm glad that there's people coming back to the footy and are going to relive the excitement. I hope they see someone exciting before they leave the ground tonight. Our pre-game show is for the Beaumont Tiles Trade Club for all your tiling needs in stock now. Nick Del Santo, welcome. A very good evening, guys. Good, uh, good evening to everybody. And you summarised that really well about last week and what it was to get back to the football and all that went through it. But the two games that these two teams played respectively last week, the Wednesday night and the Thursday, they were fantastic games at the MCG. Brewing to be at, to be there to see it live, but also the performance of both teams. The way that the Dogs had to go back against last year's Premiers in the Ds and the fluctuations and the momentum swings. Have they learned from that? If the Blues get a run on tonight, can they actually minimise the damage? And from a Blues perspective, what about their last quarter? Against a team that they haven't beaten for 10 years and their ability to come home with a wet sail was significant and exceptional. So I look forward to get, what are we, 15 odd minutes out to, to do it all again. The ability to go back to the football two weeks in a row and be excited, it is just a thing of beauty. And you speak about driving, I came from the southern suburbs, 
It was full. That's a nice way to describe it. We spoke about punt road last week and what that did to us mentally. Well, I had the same feeling driving down Beach Road and people are coming from everywhere and rightly so to support these two teams tonight. So are you inclined to believe in the Blues before we see them for the second time? I, I want to. I'm sceptically excited. I, they're the sort of team that we know can be good and are good. But you've got to prove it before we jump back on board. So what we saw last, last week, I think in, in our heart hearts, you go, good. That's what they should be. But let's see if that's who they are and whether they can replicate it again. So both teams will shortly be out on Marvel Stadium. They'll go through their warm-ups for Ream Installer Ream, Australia's favourite hot water. The teams are as selected. The subs, Bailey Williams is the sub for the Dogs. Slocky Plowman is the sub for the Blues. And that means that Sam Walsh is back. Miles ahead of schedule, which was forecast that at every step he was... Well ahead of the syndesmosis recovery, and here he is uh, probably, well, a minimum of two weeks before he was first expected. Does it surprise us that a man of his um, discipline and the way he's gone about his football, I know we're looking from the outside, but we can judge him on his football. I would think that he's the sort of man that dots the I's, crosses the T's, and I'm not surprised that he comes back ahead of schedule. The Hyundai Staria load is the van that is big on safety and big on tech. It's the only commercial van to receive five-star rating and platinum awards from safety for safety from ANCAP. And now it's yours for 47,990. Drive away. Take a tech drive today. What did you take from the Bulldogs out of round one? Dow, they've made a couple of changes. So Bailey Smith, they lose through injury. I was surprised to see Bailey Williams drop given how important he's been in their defence, notwithstanding that he was poor. Um, Jackie had to go, yep. despite the, the coach's encouragement in the post-game. And Jamara Hagen is in. If you're going to have a stretch with the number one draft pick, it starts in round two. I, I like that. So it's great to be able to see Jamara come in tonight and get an opportunity on a big stage. It looks like it's going to be a huge crowd, which is fantastic. And I, I must admit, I'm a bit like you with, um, with Bailey, well, Bailey Smith out through health and safety protocol, but Williams as well. So you look at what they've been over the last couple of years, and he's an integral part of moving that ball off the half-back line. So, yes, sometimes when these things happen, Jared, I, I often wonder, what don't we know? So we sit on the outside and we assess players from two hours of football on the weekend. But what is it that Luke Beveridge and the coaching staff are seeing consistently, maybe over the summer, that we're not privy to, to make an early call like this? And we know he is an elite player, ball in hand. He's exceptional. I think his defence um, is solid, one-on-one -on -one defending. But what did I make of the Dogs last week? I saw glimpses of why they are a good team and why they have been a good team for a long time. But we also saw the other side of it, the inability to minimise the Ds and their momentum and their ability to score. But my question is, and this is no surprise, who's going to help Norton forward of the football? I mean, he kicks four goals last week out of 11. That's not, that's not sustainable. Maybe he's four is, but winning multiple games or enough games to kick 11 goals is really difficult. Because that means you've got to defend like your life depends on it for two hours every weekend. I don't know if they've got the defence to do that. They are heavy, heavy reliance on their midfield. And they got Ben last week. Yeah, that's the fact. They've got Cordy warming up with the defensive group. And when you consider the Carlton threat, and I know that record is... The Dogs have beaten the Blues six of the past seven at this ground. Last year, Carlton had the Bulldogs on toast. And then their complete incapacity to stop a run of goals saw that effort thwarted in the last quarter. But Mackay, Kernow and De Koning represent a really clear threat to the Bulldogs' defence. Yeah, well, just quickly on that game last year, I think that says more about Carlton than, than it probably did the Dogs. And 
you summarise what they were last year, they were really inconsistent, and that's a broad word, but inconsistent in their effort, inconsistent in their team defence, inconsistent with their, with their ability to go forward and capitalise. You just mentioned three key forwards who didn't have a huge influence last week. Jerry, well, we spoke about those three in particular, about the difficult matchups that they caused, but it's more than that. It's probably the domino effect. So you put so much time and effort into the big three, so all of a sudden someone else gets off the chain. Someone else contributes with one, two, three goals, and they pop up each week. I look at Zach Fisher, for example. He, he's a guy to me that has got a long way to go, but he's more than capable. So when does that start? Now, it, more than likely, it can start when there's a lot of focus on other people. So it was pleasing last week that those guys weren't the key contributors in front of goal, yet they had a great result. So you can only build from there. Sam Walsh is there to partner Paddy Cripps in the middle. So uh, we admire Walsh for getting back, as you mentioned, but the practicality. So they lose Chera to COVID. Yep. They gain Walsh. So if he is able to, to meet his markers, they, they don't lose anything there and they get their depth back once uh, the COVID passes. So the ideal situation now is who does the dogs, you like to think they're going to put some attention or put some focus into somebody. Now, ideally, you'd love to shut them both down. The modern teams, the modern players don't do that. They're very happy to go head-to-head -head and back in their system. But don't forget about Kennedy. Like, he was superb last week. He's had a fantastic summer. So all of a sudden, it's become this collective. And to be able to bring back in Sam Walsh, we know what he did last year. But we also saw at times last year, they didn't work well together. So you'd love to think that another summer together, some more continuity with their ruck and where the ball goes and how they defend as a unit allows more people to get more of the football. But that's a, uh, that's a luxury to be able to bring Walsh back in off the back of last week's performance. Throughout the season, our experts on AFL Nation dress thanks to Ringers Western. Ringers Western clothing looks great in the city and toughs it out on the land. We have a treat for you tonight. If you are inside the stadium using the stadium tile in the app, so if you're listening to us right now, and you fancy watching the second half in the corporate box, thanks to Ballpark Entertainment, shoot a text through to 0433 98 11 16. Just ping your name through that you're listening to Stadium inside Marvel, and we're going to upgrade you and a mate, or two people, into the corporate box at halftime to, uh, to indulge in the second half and the best view in the house. Good price. That sounds good like price. a very good deal. 0433 98 11-16. Who's in uh, our box, by the way, tonight? Who's in the corporate box? Uh, it was relatively sparse when we were there, but I imagine it will be Hachi building be in there, there was plenty of food and plenty of drinks, though. I can promise you that, Duano. It's all laid out and waiting for you. 0433 98 11 16 if you're inside listening on Stadium. All right, Dal, what have you got in your... Well, I'm, so, Jamara Eaglehagen, what, what's mm. your minimum standard for him tonight? I don't want to put a number on it, and I definitely don't want to put a goal number on it. I want to see a competitive edge about him. I want to see him build his game as a young key forward off the back of his work rate, off the back of his desire to chase and defend when the ball doesn't look like it's in his area. That's a really good starting point. You look at someone like Aaron Norton, so he's got a man beside him that can do both. And Aaron Norton's prepared to work up the ground and chase and do whatever it takes. Mitch Hannon's sort of in that collective. So Jamara's under a lot of pressure. It's, and I heard Luke Beveridge say last week, every press conference he goes to, he has to answer a question. Well, the reason is, is we're interested to see if this kid's any good or not. He was a first-round draft pick last year. What, what is he? And, and what's his style of play? And we've had all the comparisons. I want to see it for myself. So I'm excited for him. I don't want to put any expectation on him because I want him to, to be who he is. But it's got to start with the small things. And this is a really competitive game, and he needs to live up to the competitiveness of it.
It's an exceptional night of sport which will keep tabs on Australia and Pakistan day four in Lahore. Australia's one for 121, so the lead is 244. And the way that's progressing, there's every reason to think Australia will declare a late in the day and have a good dip at Pakistan tonight and then try to bowl their way to series victory on day five. The Socceroos are playing in Sydney against Japan in the most critical World Cup qualifier so far. And on a footy front, there are selection shocks all over the place. The Eagles lost five to COVID. So they were getting the, a set of players back, but that's been completely undermined by uh, Barras, Kennedy, Redden, Langdon and Winder all testing positive to COVID and, and not being available. They do get back Tim Kelly, Jack Darling and Luke Shuey. North Melbourne has dropped Jaden Stevenson. Um, Geelong has rested. Did they play all three Ruckman? Did Callum Coleman Jones retain his spot in the North Melbourne lineup? Because to play Goldstein, Cherry, and uh, Callum Coleman Jones last week was a controversial thing to do. It was. So Mackay is injured and uh, Stevenson has dropped, but it is okay. the extended squad for yep. the moment. So there, there's more to make way. Uh, Sean Higgins has rested for Geelong tomorrow night. De Koning's got concussion. Rested? Yes. In week two. two. Uh, Lloyd and Warner are back for Sydney. Uh, Hoskin Elliott's back from COVID for Collingwood and Kruger is into the side. Cox is out. Uh, the Crows lost... Oh, well, they dropped Miller up. Phil Thorpe, Siligo and uh, McPherson is injured. They brought in Gallant, Pedler and Cook. That's for the MCG clash on Saturday. Francis Stringer and Durham are in for Essendon. Baldwin, Ham, omitted. Langford injured and Martin to the uh, to COVID. Mitch Robinson is obviously suspended for the Blues. Uh, Port Adelaide do lose. We, we knew Aaliyah would be out injured. Robbie Gray is out injured, but Dersma has been named. Hawthorne bring be back... the number seven. Yes, that's a lovely mm. touch, isn't it? Uh, Hawthorne, McAvoy and Brewster back, but Shields has been omitted. Mm. So um, we get a little look at how Sam Mitchell has his pecking order. Um, not much at Gold Coast to speak of. McPherson omitted. Rivers is back for Melbourne. Uh, Bedford and Salem are the outs there. Uh, I mentioned North and West Coast. Richmond, Jack Revolt is out injured. Dion Prestia out injured. And for the moment, Dustin Martin is in that side. But you would have heard during the day that uh, uh, Damien Hardwick is unsure whether he'll play or not. Bruce and Hogan are into the side for the Giants. Hopper's been managed. Um, Monday has tested positive to COVID over in the West and Cox as well. So they lose a couple of Fremantle. They've named Darcy, H and Hamling among the inns. So no Fife? No, no Fife yet. No. And St Kilda, uh, Owens and Kent have been omitted. They've got a set of inns, but that'll become clearer tomorrow. So that's a little glimpse across the competition while these... Warm-ups take place for Ream. Ask your plumber to install a Ream steady, hot and strong. Well, I look at this particular matchup and watching both teams go through their final warm-ups. Those that go into the midfield start to do their midfield craft and work to their ruckman and run forward and lace it to those forwards that are leading out of the goal square with no opponents. And I'm trying to get a feel of the game. You try and analyse the different parts of the ground. And we said this last week, and it's going to be said every single week, the Dogs need to control the middle of the ground. I look at their forward line and I've got concerns outside of Norton about who can kick enough goals to put a bit of scoreboard pressure on. And also defensively, we saw Cordy do a little bit of both last week, so they're obviously still trying to find those pieces and how it all comes together. But I look at the Blues, and this isn't about getting ahead of yourselves or jumping too far forward about where they are right now, but where they could be. 
and they're a lot more balanced. You know, you speak about those big three, four of the football. I thought their team defence, and it was only one week, but I thought their team defence last week looked a lot more stable. And the ultimate way to work it out is the turnovers and where you turn the football over. And I just thought they looked more organised behind the football. So my head says probably stay with what we know and what we've seen in the last year or so, and it's the dogs. But my heart says it's it's the Blues. And I look through these lineups, you look at some particular matchups. I think the Blues can get it done tonight, and that's a really exciting position to be in. They look up and about. Also, the way that they ran out the game last week. It's been a long time since we've said the Blues overran somebody, and in particular, a quality opposition in the Tigers last week. Down after Shea Bolton kicks that goal to start the last quarter. So also, there's the resolve. There's the ability to dig in and do some problem-solving on the fly rather than work it out on a Monday morning off a, off a uh, projector screen. So I like where they sit right now. They've got to feed off that energy. They've got to just keep that bit of momentum and that belief going while they can. The Kubota cast tonight for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. So we're in the controlled atmosphere with the roof closed. It's 18 degrees outside. It's always a little bit chilly in this stadium, but the ground is in great nick for the start of the season as the two captains, Marcus Bontempelli and Patrick Cripps, two of the greats, walk toward the middle. Kubota shaping and building Australia. Those two have combined for a few unmissable moments for drink-wise. Drink-wise, you won't miss a moment if you drink-wise. Three goals and 30 from Cripps to serve notice in round one. Yeah, what a performance it was. And my favourite moment of Cripps's performance last week, it wasn't one of the highlights, and it has been celebrated or highlighted this week. He turned the ball over kicking inside Ford 50, which was obviously disappointing. He had better options. But it was his willingness to get back and support, as I mentioned, with that team defence. And it was him that was doing a diving smother 20 metres out from the opposition's goal line. We haven't seen that for a long time. So what that says to me, and this was in the last quarter, what that says to me is his body's feeling good. He's got belief in it and confidence that he can do the work. And his performance last week was exceptional. I'd love to see Cripps and Bontempelli go head-to-head in the midfield, though, Jerry. <laughs> Cripps won the toss. He'll kick to the left as we look at it from our vantage point. The ground report for Pope, the better way to water it. It looks beautiful. Pope's drip ease makes drip irrigation a breeze. So the final word for Nick Del Santo, for sure unify your national uniform and workwear experts. What's well, it to be, Dal? Well, jump on board, Blue supporters. Oh, I think you can get the job done tonight. It's about execution. It's about actually getting the most out of those min momentum opportunities that you get. Both teams are going to have them. It's who can capitalise. And as I look, as both teams walk to their positions, I'm with the Blues tonight. I'm with the Blues by under uh, just under four goals. Well, it'll be an exciting night if that's what transpires. Nick Del Santo sets it up for you. Feed the whole family with Macca's 40-piece Chicken McNuggets pack today. We're counting down to the opening bounce. Five, four, three. The opening bounce for tyre power. Save on Kumo. Store-wide. Super sale now on. Thursday night footy, AFL Nation, Dogs and Blues, Dwayne Russell. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.